Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Buenos tardes, mi amigo. Hola, my good friend. Cinco de mayo on Tuesday and I hoped we'd see each other again again yeah buddy yeah buddy yeah buddy yeah buddy what's up everyone it is the Mikey Likes You podcast uh, I hope this podcast finds you well <clears throat> whenever you choose to listen to it be it day or night uh, be it weekday be it weekend Hmm, we can, uh, I'm Mike Catherwood, your host, and, uh, I'm Banksy. Um, I thought I'd do an episode about something that I guess I've been kind of dealing with, and, uh, I'm not that selfish (laughs) and narcissistic to think like, well, because I'm doing it, um, it's going to be good for everybody. I'm, it is something that I'm dealing with, and I think, well, I don't think, I know everyone else is kind of dealing with in their own way, and that is to deal with the lockdown. Now, whether or not you're listening to this in California or in New York or a different state, uh, I think, or even in the United States of America, I know know that I have uh, listeners from all across the globe. They've reached out and it's been awesome. But uh, what the lockdown means to you can vary greatly. Um, In California, it's pretty intense. In uh, Sweden, it's not. Um, but regardless, I think everyone's life has changed somewhat, right? Uh, since March, most of us, our life has changed profoundly. Um, just absolutely considerable life changes that have happened because of the, the COVID-19 and the imposed lockdown. Um, and there's going to be when there's a radical change in your life, there's going to be radical changes in your behavior and your adaptation to it, right? Um, I always look back, you know, I kind of look most things in life, at least difficult things, I look at it through the prism of drug addiction and recovery because, um, I, you know, I haven't gone to war and uh, I didn't live through the Great Depression or something like that. I'm not like a I wasn't, you know, moving west in the Dust Bowl. So I, that that is by far the most difficult thing that I've had to to deal with is addiction and and um, battling the disease of addiction. And so I look at things through that prism. And, you know, when I stopped doing drugs and drinking, I had to – that was a radical shift for me because my life revolved around it, <laughs> uh, liter- quite literally. Um, so I had to radically shift – my behavior. Um, and when you go from working 50, 60 hours a week and being active and, um, going to the gym every day and, and having a social life, and then that is all taken away, like, you know, instantly, obviously that's going to necessitate some radical shift in your behavior. And when there's radical change, radical shift in behavior, there's really no middle ground. (laughs) Oftentimes that radical shift goes really negatively or really positively. Um, and, you know, I, not, I know everybody 
isn't an essential person. And I know everybody isn't lucky enough to work in an industry where they get to keep working. In fact, it's quite near the opposite. Most people aren't essential people. My heart goes out to you. My prayers, my love, my support for all of you hardworking men and women who are out there on the front lines in the medical industry, in the healthcare industry, in the law enforcement industry, um, truck drivers, people who are just plugging away, in fact, are probably working harder um, because of the lockdown. Big ups to you. Much love. You you don't go unappreciated. Believe me, I speak for everyone that uh, maybe if we don't consciously think about it, we still all acknowledge that, you know, we literally couldn't make it through this lockdown without you. But most people, you know, you're dealing with a lot of downtime and a lot of stress regarding money and really thinking about your future. It's almost like a self it's almost like a like a like an imposed midlife crisis, <laughs> right? This lockdown for a lot of us. So, I've worked really hard to try to kind of keep myself moving in a positive direction. And I've made a lot of mistakes in the last six, seven months, however long it's been. But I've also, I think, made some pretty big strides. And I just wanted to talk about like what I've discovered and what I've seen really helped me um, and harm me and, and others around me that are really close to me when it comes to dealing with the lockdown and this change in our lives. Um, so let's get right to it. But first, let me talk to you, <laughs> kind friend, about my friends at Bet Online. Even though, talking about the lockdown, right? You may not be able to go to your favorite NFL football game. Doesn't mean you can't have fun with the stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because Bet Online, they are the best in the business and they are making sure. That no matter how the lockdown has affected you, you can still have just as much fun and just as much interest in the good old NFL as well as other big sporting events. We're talking about NASCAR, uh, MMA, boxing. There's a whole lot going on in the world today when it comes to sports and when it comes to stuff that you could bet on. Game spreads, totals, teams, players, you even got coaching props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else online, guaranteed. And there's always the online casino as well. Listen up, it never closes. So head on over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So um, here's the number one thing that I would recommend. And this is like a, just a little tweak, I guess, a little tweak in your daily living. Some of you might already be doing this, but I'm going to go into admittedly controversial territory because I know a lot of people in my life are atheist and uh, I totally respect it. And uh, frankly, I can't really argue with it. <laughs> you have a lot of compelling um, arguments. There's really no um, objective evidence to show that there's a higher power or there's something greater than that we can't see, feel, touch, smell, all that stuff. But I myself am, am a believer. Uh, but uh, again, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really have any judgment or feelings about anybody else and what they do. What I will say is that even if you are someone who is um, uh, aggressively atheist uh, or agnostic, that doesn't preclude you from practicing spiritually. 
what I mean by that is like I think a lot of people um, grossly underestimate the things that we can do that are spiritual that aren't prayer um, or, or reading some religious text. Um, I look at things like um, my breath work, box breathing. That is a daily spiritual practice that I go into because um, I, I check out kind of of the, of the reality that we're living in. And um, I also practice meditation. And we've talked about meditation in this podcast many times. Um, I have flirted with uh, many different types of meditations, um, transcendental being like the biggest and probably the most recognized. Um, but I've really found something that I think is useful for everyone out there, and I can't recommend it enough. And it's the Ziva, Z-I-V-A method um, done by a lady named Emily Fletcher. What she's done is taken her real aggressive studies of Eastern meditation and Indian and Ayurvedic medicine and all these things. She actually checked out from America living the kind of Manhattan lifestyle as an actress and a chorus line dancer. She just checked out, man, and went went to uh, India and, and studied. And what she realized is that, yes, meditation is very important and can be, be very beneficial. But the way that most meditation is designed, it's designed for monks who don't have everyday lives, that don't lead the life that you and I do. So what she did was she adapted it. And she has a very, very, very easy to understand and very, very kind of concise and, and powerful form of meditation over at Ziva uh, Meditation. Just Google Ziva Meditation. And, and again, her name is Emily Fletcher. Um, there, she has an online course that can be a little bit more in depth, but she also has her own book, which is very affordable and gives you all the nuts and bolts that you actually need. So, um, you know, if you're looking for a place, if you already have a meditation practice, go, go stick with it. I don't, I, I don't know what's good or bad. What I am saying is that I've discovered that the Ziva one and all the ones that I've tried, which is pretty, you know, it's a pretty substantial amount. This is really easy to understand. Um, cause I get lost in the weeds when it comes to, meditation. Now, I'm not a religious guy. I was raised Catholic. I'm a Mexican-Irish, you know, I mean, like, I'm pretty Catholic. But uh, I, I just, I, I don't go to church, and I don't subscribe to the idea of um, what organized religion has become. I do see the value in it, and I've explored different ways to get back into it. But it can get, it can get really, I don't know, there's a dissonance between going into something where I feel like there's judgment about other people's lives uh, and and I have a hard time pulling myself out of that even though I do see the tremendous value in like the sense of community and the the kind of pause button that a lot of people put on their lives to go with other adults, strangers oftentimes, and go and commit to doing something positive and peaceful, um, they're very valuable, very valuable. And, I, and I'm not knocking organized religion, um, but I, I've kind of checked out of it. But I do believe in a higher power and spirituality and 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 the the value of prayer, I think, is very overlooked by a lot of secular people. And because I don't get down and, you know, in the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, thank you, Lord, you know, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's, I've kind of gotten away from that. But what I do pray, I do pray every day. I say, you know, unseen powers of the universe, thank you for all that I have to be, 
to be grateful for, and it's so, so much. Um, and, uh, you know, these powers of the universe that I don't see and don't understand, I, I guide me because I always need help. And it's 20 seconds of my day when I get down and, you know, on my knees and I just think, and I, and I really just commit to those thoughts and ideas. Do I have some statistic to show you the improvement in your mood or your day? No, I don't. But I firmly believe that there's value in that. And I and I say prayers before I eat, you know, just... I get... Every single day to at least to one point or another, I get really obsessive or at the very least, I get distracted by negative thinking, right? Um... And if you just pause three or four times a day and and remind yourself of all the things that you do have that you should be thankful for instead of focusing on the many things that you feel like you don't have that you're that you're lacking in order to make you happy, there's a lot of value in that. And and so, you know, that lead me leads me to my next one is prayer, you know, meditation, prayer, breath work, and journaling. Now, all, listen, I all these things I'm naming. I, I don't expect people to spend hours of their time, even if you aren't working and right now and you can't, you know, your job's been taken away from you. I, I, I just don't realistically expect people to be taking immense amount of time to do all these things because you probably want to do other things. You probably have practices outside of that that are professional or personal. But, you know, five minutes of journaling is not much to ask. Ten minutes of meditation is not much to ask. And, and 35 seconds of giving gratitude and 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 uh, putting positive energy into the universe not really really not much to ask you know and what they all boil down to essentially is just take taking a second to press pause on all the mishigas that's going on in our brain and say wait a second okay uh, i'm getting out of hand here stop uh the box breathing perfect example i do four minutes and it's fucking awesome it really resets me I used an app. Um, let me see. I can pull it up here. Some Navy SEAL dude did it. But it, it's called literally called box breathing. Um, uh, and it's great. It has a little program. It's all set up for you. Uh, and um, it really is effective. And it's four minutes of my life. And it, and it kind of resets my whole mood and my whole attitude. I also write just two or three times, uh, two or three things in the morning and then at night before I go to bed. I write down what I'm grateful for and what I'm happy for. It's so not a big deal, but it works because it does remind me. It's like, oh, my God, you know what? I have a wife who loves me. Oh, my gosh. I live in America. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Or uh, my daughter's healthy. I don't even want to uh, go down that road of people who have to deal with sick children. You know, my daughter's really healthy. I, that's amazing. And, yeah, I can bitch and moan about not being where I want to be professionally or having, you know, considerable amounts of money taking taken away from me because of circumstances outside of my control. You know, that sucks. It does. <laughs> but in the grand, when I'm, when I'm all, when I'm looking death in the eye, hopefully I'll be in my 90s and I'll be able to die of old age, which is, you know, a, a real beautiful thing. And I just, I know that I'm not really going to worry about 
you know, what network picks up a show or if any network picks up a show that I do or how many people liked a new Rudy video that I put up or, you know, not being able to buy a new car after four or five years, which is something that I had gotten accustomed to doing. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like Mr. Moneybags, but after I kind of like established myself in my career, it's like, you know, I, I'd drive a car and I'd, I I was lucky enough to be in a position where I could pay cash for a car. I'd go and buy a car. I'd be like, fuck yeah, write a check. And then, you know, f- drive it for three, four years, four years, something like, like you know, it's time for something new. And and I got accustomed to that. I, I had adapted. Hedonistically, I'd adapted to that. And, uh, you know, I feel a longing that I can't do that anymore. But then I think about it. I take a step back and I take those moments and I think about, like, what the fuck am I worrying about? Like, really, when I'm on my deathbed, like I said, hopefully I'll be, like, in my 90s and my daughter and my wife are there and they're holding my hand. Do I – will it really fucking matter what kind of car I drove in 2020? No. Very little is going to matter. And so I should just really thank thank God, however you see he, she, it. Thank that higher power. Thank that, that spiritual power of the universe, that unseen power. Just thank it for fucking the amazing shit that I have in my life. You know, my dad got can- lymphoma uh, last year, middle of 2019. And he's 76. And he's still alive and he's doing well. The cancer came back during the COVID and he's getting treatment and he's doing well. And it's taking like, like a mate, like I should fucking be kissing the higher, the dick of the higher power because I have awesome shit in my life. And I know you do too. And I know if you're listening to this, you probably have a lot of shitty stuff in your life too. And I'm not trying to overlook that. And I'm not trying to uh, minimize that. But all of you out there, even if you lost everything that you worked for with the lockdown, if you really take the time to think hard enough, you also have some really amazing things in your life. Because our existence here is fucking insane. The fact that we're even here on earth, that you're listening to my voice, the fact that I have a voice and talk into a microphone and you can hear it all over the globe and that just the mere existence, the idea that stardust, you know, came together in a way seven billion years ago to smash into into this great kind of combustible goulash that we call earth and then after another six and a half billion years we have humans what the fuck like it's crazy and we're flying through space on a rock that spins at millions miles millions of miles an hour it's all so beautiful and it's so easy and i do it myself when i get caught up in all the trappings of all the shitty stuff in life because there's a lot of shitty stuff. But just take those moments to press pause. Whether it be journaling, meditation, prayer, uh, uh, breath work, or all of the above, which is what I've come to realize really works. Um, just take those times to press pause. Exercise. It's crucial. It's crucial in life. Oh, wait, wait, let me circle back. Also, Spiritual Disciplines is a book by Donald Whit, uh, Whitney. It really helped me kind of develop and cultivate these ideas. Um, it's called Spiritual Disciplines. And it's not heavy-handed on the religious stuff. So don't 
don't kind of look at it that way. If you're listening and you are agnostic or uh, 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 atheist, I, I get it. Like I said, if you're like this secular of a secular mindset, don't get scared away because there's the word spiritual in it. This is not something that's going to kind of impose the idea, traditional idea of God on you. It's just a lot of these practices that can help you be a little bit more aware and um, conscious of what we're doing here. Awareness uh, by Anthony DeMello is another book that I really, really recommend. Um, that helped me, guide me in a way to just being happy where I am. So uh, Awareness by Anthony DeMello, Spiritual Disciplines by Donald Whitney. Um, exercise. Dude. I, I'm always going to sit here and tell be, be, every day of all your life you should be exercising. Um, but during the lockdown, it's, I think, crucial, especially if you're someone who, who has had your professional life taken away from you or, in, or greatly decreased. The worst thing you can do is not get your heart rate up all day, every day and just become a sloth. Take I'm not expecting you to be a, compete in the CrossFit games, but walking every day and doing a body weight uh, workout three days a week, I don't think it's too much to ask. And it makes a fucking tremendous amount of difference. Obviously, it makes a physical difference, but emotionally, it's going to keep you in check as well. It really, really is that important. There's so many resources out now by a lot of great people who have really committed to saying like, hey, I know you can't get to the gym, most of us. So here's a body weight workout, at home workout that you can do. And um, I like that idea of, of finding something that's a, like almost like a challenge too um, because it keeps, you, it keeps you interested in the idea of exercise. It's not just a matter of, you know, I got to get a sweat on. If you have something that's like um, planned out and, 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 and does – it almost has that uh, emotional and psychological challenge built into it on top of the, 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 the physical challenge of the exercise, it does make it a lot more – fun and it does make it a lot more uh, intriguing and I think it's just naturally it's a human nature that someone says like what is what is a challenge you know if someone sets down the gun they're saying I don't think you can do this I dare you to go and um, I did uh, as a lot of you know I did the 12-week challenge from uh, the Maximus body by Bobby Maximus it was great it was really 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 helpful for me and obviously it was a great program and I got in great shape but on top of that it was amazing to just like look at the week as it was laid out and say like fuck whew, that's gonna be tough but you know what I'm gonna do it I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna do it and I felt great when I was done too um but uh, the Maximus body I can't recommend it enough uh what's that dude uh the guy he's a He's a tough motherfucker. That guy, he, he does a whole life program. I'm going to see what it's called. Oh, sorry. I know this is riveting radio, me searching through my phone. Um, let's see. Um, hard 70, 75 hard. 75 hard. It's the name of the uh, challenge by Andy Frisella. And uh, it's another challenge. It's just a fucking challenge. And there's spiritual and emotional practices and disciplines built into the 75 hearts. So it's another reason why I think it's a great one to check out if you're looking for something. Or the 10,000 kettlebell swing challenge. If you have a kettlebell lying around, Google, you know, fitness challenges. Get out there. Do the, the, the jump rope challenge. 
Um, but keep moving. It, it is that crucial. Um, here's another one that I think is really understandable, but more so now than ever, I think it's totally, it's, it's imperative that you monitor booze, drugs, um, porn, and food. Obviously, you have to eat. But what I mean is, is like if you're looking for these external chemicals to take off the edge, that's really dangerous. I am not the guy who's in recovery that's going to tell you don't drink or don't use drugs. I get it. After a tough, long, trying day, you want to take a, you want to roll up a J, you want to take, you know, drink a couple beers. I get it. And frankly, I encourage it. If you can handle it, like a drink like a gentleman or a gentle lady, my, my hat's off to you. But we all know, even if you're not an alcoholic or an addict during the lockdown, it's really, really tempting to get fucking out of control with the drinking, to get out of control with the weed, with the other drugs, with the pills, certainly with the food. Where you're like, yeah, I am, it's so hard. Everybody's yelling at each other, and this election was crazy, and I haven't been able to go to work for months, and I just don't feel very good about myself, but those M&Ms will make me feel a lot better. And they will for about two minutes, and then they'll make you feel worse. And the same thing goes with drinking, you know, an exorbitant amount every night. Like I said, I'm not trying to be, you know, Mr. Buzzkill and say, like, don't drink, don't smoke, don't do that. I'm saying during the lockdown, be more conscious of it. Be more conscious of it getting out of control because we are more stressed. And when there's higher stressors, there's higher levels of conflict revolution, resolution. And oftentimes conflict resolution can be very fucking negative when it comes to human beings, man. So that's just my – and uh, don't overlook porn. Porn can get – especially for you dudes out there, uh, gay and straight, it just men in general, it's real easy to let porn get out of control. I've done it myself where I'm – you know, I real before I even realize it, I'm beating off four or five times a day. And I'm like, dude, am I – I'm not that horny. I'm just – I'm regulating my emotions in a pretty unhealthy way. Um, try to develop a skill. I know that sounds silly, but, you know, Mark Sisson has this, you know, get out and play. Just be like a kid and play. And I, and I, I think that's great. But when you're an adult, I think it's easier to find a way to get out and play in, an, in, a, in a more stimulating way. By, if you've always dreamed of learning how to play the, the guitar – Go get a $40 guitar at Walmart or order it online. You know, just get like a cheap Korean-made, Chinese-made guitar. Learn how to play guitar. YouTube's amazing. Photography. I've been just really sharpening up my boxing and my Muay Thai every day. It's just like when I have free time, it's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to sharpen this razor. I'm going to go and and shadow box in the mirror. I'm going to go and work on my knees and, and just like get up on my toes and watch my rotation on my kicks and stuff. Have something like a skill to work on and to to start to master. A second language. Um, I, I've let that slip. I actually was so good about it. You know, at the beginning of the year, I was like, you know, I'm going to get back into speaking fluent, really grammatically precise Spanish because I can speak, but it's almost immediately a native speaker will go like, well, okay, this guy, this guy obviously wasn't. And, and it, it's extra insulting to me because when I was 20, I was really close to being like what I would consider a really fluent Spanish speaker. And I just went like 15 years of just not using it. And so now, you know, we go down to Mexico and stuff or if I go to uh, a restaurant here in L.A. and, and uh, 
Mexican restaurant or something like that, you know, I can bust out Spanish and certainly get my point across and certainly understand people. But it's crappy. It's not good. And, and my gr- my grammar and my conjugation, my verbs is all fucked up. So I, was, I got a private tutor at the beginning of the year. And then the lockdown happened and I just stopped. And uh, so that's one where I've, you know, I will be honest, I, I let myself down. But, you know, I've developed other skills. I've, I've gotten considerably better at playing the guitar in the last seven months because I practice every day. I have a skill that I'm into. And then I said, and the boxing and the Muay Thai, even my crusty ass, bitter, angry Muay Thai coach has to admit, he's like, you're, you're definitely getting better. Like it's noticeable in the last, you know, my head, your head movement, your fluidity and your strikes is better. And it's all because I was like, you know what? I'm going to put in the effort to this skill. And I do think like, if you have something like that, it can be life-saving. So, you know, there's so much great stuff. And, man, it's not 1994 anymore. When I was a kid and I desperately wanted to learn how to play guitar, my parents were like, yeah, shut the fuck up. You would Kurt Cobain wannabe. I was kind of stuck, you know. I did have to go down to the library and, like, get a tablature book and and kind of piece together how to do it. And then I had to borrow a guitar from my friend. Now, there's, like, insane fucking lessons on practically everything right there for free on YouTube. It's crazy. So uh, um, a skill, I do think, man, it's been helpful to me and I can see how it's been helpful to like my wife who at the beginning of the lockdown didn't have something like that. And then once she found something that she could really devote herself to, it really did whip things around. Um, Cold showers. Now I know you're going, what the fuck, dude? Come on. Cold showers. You're edgy. You're angry. You're disappointed in where your lot in life, which is totally understandable right now. Get in the shower. Maybe you don't have to get in when it's cold. Get in what's called a contrast shower, which has been something that's been used by by athletes for recovery for fucking 500 years, and it works. Get in. Get it as hot as you can tolerate it. Even if you're not dirty. This is, I'm telling you, this is a little, little tip. You won't believe how well it works. Get in the shower. Piping hot, right? Couple minutes. Let it soothe out those muscles, unwind, and then get it as cold as you can fucking tolerate. Get it as cold as your shower will go. And those of you in the Midwest and up north, I'm sure, or in the Northeast, I'm sure you can get it pretty cold. Get it cold and just, here we go. Let it hit your body and let it go over your body, all over, for like two minutes, three minutes. And really just exist in it. Don't, don't, don't try to take your mind other places. Just be in it and go, yes, this is crazy. <laughs> this is a big shock to my system. And just get start to slow your breathing down and be in that cold water. Then go back to the super hot. A couple minutes. Get out. Tell me you don't feel different. Tell me you don't feel different. Okay. So there you go. Um, those are... My little tips to really, you know, I, 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 I never want to be the guy. I actually get really upset at these personal trainers and these fitness people who have now become life coaches and gurus because of Instagram and the lockdown. It's like, shut the fuck up. I don't have it all figured out. I'm an idiot and a mess. But I'm someone who has really been in the deep water in life. And I figured out a way to get out of it. And I was so fucking lucky to swim back to shore. And now that I've made it back, I think I could be a pretty good lifeguard. 
That's the way I look at it. And all I have to offer you is my mistakes. And the fact that I lived through them. And these little tips, you know, that I've noticed, hey, for me, because I'm trying, man. That's all I can say. As like, I'm a dipshit and I don't have a degree in anything and I don't have really much to speak up when it comes to tangible skills. <laughs> if there was an apocalypse, I don't really serve much purpose. <laughs> but I made a lot of mistakes and uh, I've been able to come back from them. And when you do that, you develop these little tips and tricks to kind of keep yourself on track. And so I just wanted to go over some that I found that work for me and other things that I found really don't work for me, like porn. Um, so daily spiritual practices. I like box breathing, meditation, um, prayer, and journaling. Exercise, exercise, exercise. Be real careful. I'm not telling you not to do something. I'm not the old crotchety old man saying like, oh, you know, I'm the boomer that says, don't, don't you smoke the pot. Just be more careful. Keep a bigger eye on your booze, your weed, your pills, whatever it is. And then also porn. Don't overlook it. Cold showers. Oh, and food. Food goes in that cat. Like, Again, I'm not the ripped guy that's going to be like, don't eat junk food. I mean, what are you doing? Your body's a temple. What I am saying is that it's so much easier to self-soothe with food when things are, when your back's to the wall. And a lot of us have our back to the wall right now. So just be real careful with that. Cold showers or the contrast showers. Um, and and that's it. That's it. That's my, that's my episode for you. A short one. But uh, I was working on getting a guest that eventually fell through. But then he he got it together and we're going to do it early next week. So I just thought like, hey, these ideas have been banging around in my head for a while. I thought I'd come at you with a little um, COVID uh, survival pack. So boom, there it is. And in this crazy mixed up world that makes you think that nobody cares. Remember, I do. Be good, people. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.